Hey guys, it's Rach, and this is a quick word on mentorship. I'm going on tour. I know you're like, Rach, we get it. We've heard about it. Stop talking about it. But it's true. I'm going on tour and I'm going to a lot of cities where I have been before, where I've done Rise conferences before, where I know I have a fan base. And I'm also going to a handful of cities that I, I've never even visited. Like I've never even stepped foot in these locations. And I'm trying to go do a show there, which feels so wild to me and like very scary, but also exciting. Please come to my show in Boston. I'm really excited to come to your city. That's not the point. The point is that whenever I'm trying to move the business in an area, whether that's like geographically or maybe I'm trying to grow into a new social media platform or, you know, in the past when I've had products and I was trying to navigate a new product, anything that I'm trying to do, it's all about asking better questions, not just asking questions, but continually changing the question to get the answer that I need. Basically to ask yourself like, What's the problem that you're trying to solve here? It's something that a ton of people don't consider in business and absolutely should. You're like, oh, I want to make this widget and I'm going to sell this widget and the widget's going to be pink and everyone's going to love it. And I sell it in my hometown of Oklahoma City and this is what I do. And they never ask themselves like, well, what problem is this thing solving? Or what problem am I trying to solve with this service that I'm offering? So in this particular instance, I'm going to cities I've never done before. And I'm like, okay, what's the problem we're trying to solve? Well, the problem I'm trying to solve is I'm in locations where I don't know if I have fans and I don't want to like spam my email list. I don't want to spam my social media. I try really hard to never do that. I want to talk to people who are actually very specifically able to make a move against what I am offering up, right? So I wouldn't want to post on social about a show I have in Boston. If I was like every five minutes, like I'm going to Boston, I'm going to Boston, I'm going to Boston, but I'm blasting that to millions of fans who might not even be based in America, that's a massive waste of time. It's also super annoying to the audience. So instead of doing that, I decide, oh, I'm gonna find influencers in those individual cities. I'm gonna reach out to them and just say, hey, do you have a local audience? Would you be willing to let me pay you as part of an influencer campaign to just tell people I'm coming to town? Because as someone who's existed on social media for a very long time, I know that that's massively powerful. If you have one of your social media friends tell you, hey, Rach is going to Boston or Rach is coming to Toronto, hey, girls, you're more likely to check it out because you were referred by someone that you like, know, and trust. All of that to say. So I started reaching out. I asked some friends of friends, hey, do you know anybody in these cities? They came back to me. I got connected. And in that connection... There was a particular influencer that I was talking to about a campaign, finding out what we could do. Could she tell her community about me coming to town? She was telling me like, here's what I usually do on social. Here's this, this, and this. And I said, oh, fantastic. What's your email list like? And she was like, oh, dang, I don't really have one. And I was like, 
this is all happening on text, by the way. I'm like, girl, period. Okay, let's stop everything. We need to talk about this. And this is like a whole, I'm not going to go down a rabbit hole with you guys on digital marketing. But let me just say this one little thing. If you have a business, if you have a podcast, if you have a book that's coming out, I don't care what you do. If you want your stuff out in the world, you have to have an email list. You have to. If maybe you're like, Rach, I got 100,000 fans on Facebook or Rach, I've got, you know, 5 billion fans on Instagram. If tomorrow Instagram said you can't access these people anymore, you would be screwed. You wouldn't have a business because you don't have direct access to that fan base. If I go back, let's say 10 years, this is what happened with Facebook. When Facebook came out, they were like, build a page, build a page, build a page. And we all built those pages. I had, I still have a Facebook page with millions of followers. But then at some point, Facebook was like, hey, you know how we told you to build this page? Now we're only going to show anything you post to 1% of the people on this page. And if you want to access more, you're going to pay us. And it's a genius business model. And it's still really well priced for what you are trying to access and how targeted you can be. I swear I'm not going on a digital marketing rampage. My point is you still have to go through a middleman to access your customer or you still have to go through a middleman to access your fan base versus an email list or I know some of you do text campaigns which gives you direct access to your people. In this moment with this influencer, I'm like, you have to have an email list. And she had a brick and mortar store too. So it was even more powerful because I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't even, I don't have customers. Like I have a podcast fan base that I send out a weekly email to, which by the way, go to the show notes if you don't get the Sunday email. 400,000 people get the Sunday email. You should totally be one of them. Go give us your email in the show notes. But I'm like, I've been sending out a weekly email to this audience for years. And I have the ability to access them directly, to tell them that I'm coming to town, to tell them about a podcast episode that I love. Or I don't know if any of you were some of the thousands who went shopping, but when I had Miranda Kerr on the show several weeks ago, I ended up getting in touch with her team. They were like, hey, we'll give you a discount to your listeners. I was like, I'm going to send out an email. So they did 20% off for podcast listeners, but that was only accessible through the email. It wasn't something they paid for. It was just like, I really dug her. I love the product. Like I'm obsessed with the product. If you didn't open that email, by the way, go open it because that offer only lasts till the end of June. But the point is I can access you guys and I can talk about anything. I can tell you all the stuff. So I said to this influencer, I was like, girl, we're not talking about anything else until we talk about your email list. So she starts asking me questions. I literally spent my whole day today, I was working and just answering her questions. I was sending her voice memos. I was, you know, she was like, well, I, I wouldn't know where to, I'm like, here's the person that you need to follow. I use Upwork for this. I use Fiverr for this. And she was like, yeah, I heard Upwork's more. And then Fiverr is like not as high quality. I'm like, well, yeah, but I've found incredible graphic designers on Fiverr and, and people who understand MailChimp on Fiverr. And so then I sent her some of the people that I've used. And then it was like, well, could I do a template? Yes, you can. Here's Creative Market. Go over there. They have full like idea, all this stuff. 
at the end of the day, she was like, I cannot believe that you just spent this much time explaining this to me. And part of the reason I did was number one, because I really love talking about business. And because I'm very passionate about women owning their financial freedom. And I think one of the best ways to do that is through entrepreneurship. I don't talk about it quite as much on here as I used to, but it's still a huge passion of mine. So I end up just when I meet people in real life, I'm like, okay, here's all the stuff that I know. So she's like, thank you so much. I can't believe that you took the time to do this. And I did it because I love it. But I also did it because I know that I can save this woman 10 years, 10 years with a, a 20 different texts and a handful of voice memos or whatever it was, I can save her years of time. And I know that I can save her years of time because those are the years I put in to get the knowledge I have now. A mentor is someone who can speed up the process for you. And I get it. Like she was like, oh, I keep starting and stopping the email list because I get so overwhelmed. And I'm like, OMG, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because anytime we try and take on something new in the business and maybe you can't afford to hire someone to do that role, it really overwhelms you. So you start going in and then you spin out at all of the possibilities and you just stop trying because it feels like too much. I know this because I've done that a million times. But if I can step in and just go, here's who you call, here's what you do, here's how you're going to take it on, here's how you're going to get people to sign up, I'll save our time. So I just wanted to say this to you guys because we don't always have access to a mentor who can drop six bomb ideas on us in an hour, but you do have access to podcasters, to YouTubers, to your Google search bar. I have been, this is like someone should write a song about this because I've been saying it for 15 years. And I'm bringing it up today because some of you are listening to podcasts that you like, not realizing that there are podcast experts in the exact area you have tension in your business right now. I guarantee there are podcasts about how to do email better. I don't listen to them, but you can. There are YouTubers for sure who are talking about all of these things. Do you know why I know how to do email? You know why I know how to use MailChimp? Why I know about Fiverr or Upwork or graphic designers or where to find this or how to do that? Because I really enjoy it. I'm a nerd, but also because I'm a small business owner. If you are a small business owner, you have to know how to do every part of your business. And when I started out, I couldn't afford to hire people. So I had to learn these things myself. What that means, ooh, it reminds me of years ago, I met the guy who started the Cheesecake Factory. His name's, if I'm not mistaken, his name's David Marshall. I met him at a baby shower, super random. But I was so excited because I'm an entrepreneur. I was like, oh my God, this is a really successful entrepreneur. And so I'm just peppering him with questions like, how on earth did you start Cheesecake Factory and what gave you the idea? And it was actually a really interesting story. His parents were getting older, but they had no money for retirement. 
And he didn't have a job that was good enough to support him. So he started to stress out about how he was going to support these parents who should be retired and all of these things. So he was trying to think, is there anything that he could sell to help support his parents? And he said, my mom made really good cheesecakes. She was like known in our community. She was known in our neighborhood. When it was a holiday coming up, people would pay her to make cheesecakes for them. And so I thought, could I build a business around my mom's cheesecakes? Turns out he totally could. But when he started the first restaurant, he was like, I had no idea. Like I wasn't a chef. I could cook a few things, but I didn't really know. So I hired a chef in the first restaurant to help us. And I don't remember exactly when it happens in the story, but pretty early on, the chef that he hired quit. And he said, I found myself with a restaurant full of people and no ability to feed them. I had to like close the restaurant. And he said he vowed to himself that he would never have anything on the menu that he couldn't cook himself. So he's like, that's why our first menu had like turkey sandwiches, burgers. It had stuff that if the chef quit, I would know how to do it. And so when someone, a a person I just met, a potential mentee, a person on the street, a person sitting next to me on the airplane has a question about digital marketing or how to launch a book or any of the skills that I have, I am so happy to share because I know I can save them so much time. All the time it took me to learn, I can save them that time. Look for a mentor. If you can't find one in your real life, find one online and be specific. Look for exactly what you need to fix an area of tension in your life. And then in the future, just like I did today, when you have an opportunity to pay back that knowledge, make sure that you do it. 